Hey everyone, welcome to Self Love Lounge. I'm your host, Arena Antoine, and we're talking about all things everything in the light of you and I unlocking our history and embracing our chemistry together. This is the place for all empowered women, all levels, to empower others. Looking forward and getting into another episode with you guys. All right, what are we waiting for? Let's get into it. Welcome to Self Love Lounge. I'm here with Vanita from Young Culture Podcast, and we met through Zoom actually on one of yes. our on one of her episodes. And she's the one who got me into this podcast thing. So it's really amazing that I get to interview her now, which is nice. Hello. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and Young Culture as well? Hi everyone. I'm so excited to be on here. I like I like that we kind of had this like nice full circle journey in our relationship mm-hmm. and doing your podcast now which is super exciting and I love the vibes on here it's so much fun and we're talking about some cool stuff so yeah I'll introduce myself my name is Vanita and I am the host of the Young Culture Podcast which is a platform for young adults to share their ideas and opinions other stuff about me I work for a nonprofit right now and I'm also studying counseling psychology Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Because we have a lot in common. Like when we were getting to know each other, we both love sociology. And like we kind of you work for Go Girls a little bit. And like I'm a mentor for Go Girls. So we already had so much. Or you don't work for Go Girls, but you work for the organization. I work for Big Sisters. So yeah, I work for the agency. Yeah. Honestly, when you emailed me, I'm like, who are you? And why are you just <laughs> repeating the things that I'm doing? <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're like mirroring each other. Um, but I want to talk about a little bit how you got started on Young Culture because I feel like it's so hard to find your voice and feel comfortable like sharing or being vulnerable in front of the camera or a mic. So how are you able to find that confidence and be like, I'm going to start a podcast today? And it's very much grown, especially. Yeah, um, I'd like to say that it was like I became confident and then I did the podcast, but I feel like this journey of confidence for me is like ongoing and actually something that I a thought that came to me this week too is I kind of realized that as human beings we're so like we're always evolving and it's not even like I, I always had this idea that you kind of you get to this point of enlightenment and then it's like uphill from there but like I've, I've kind of been learning in these past few weeks it's like it doesn't work like that. Like you're, you're always continuously learning and evolving and just mm-hmm. like new experiences come in, which help you to learn, maybe take a few steps back and then a few steps forward. So yeah, with this podcast, I, I like continuously learning this confidence journey and what started the podcast was, um, I, I might as well just go through the whole story. Yeah, <laughs> but, get straight to it. <laughs> yeah. So I think, growing up I kind of operated on this like mindset that whatever I had to share was not valuable and don't even try to speak up because nobody cares like I I mean I like looking back I think there was very specific experiences and I also think being a female as well and just like in a social aspect I think a lot of times, very unconsciously, we're just like conditioned to silence ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of different things kind of cause this narrative to like 
continue going this way. And if you like meet anyone that knew me when I was younger too. And I mean, the part of this is still there. Like I was always a very shy person, Mm -hmm. a shy person around adults, a shy person in big social settings. In my group of friends, it wasn't that I was shy, but maybe just more like very lax, almost Mm -hmm. like super like low key. So that was kind of the narrative that I would always operate with. And I had a really great opportunity a year ago. I got to go to a UN conference in New York because Mm -hmm. a program that I was working with was funded um, by this really great uh, national organization. So they invited us to go to the conference with them. And they asked us if we could do a little presentation on the programs that we're doing and talk about how recreation is really important for preteen girls. And that's something I am really passionate about. And I think it's really important, but I remember when they asked me, I was like, why, why do you want me to do this? Like, I'm going to ruin like your presentation. Like Mm -hmm. I have nothing, I have nothing good to share. (laughs) So I was like so confused and like, I didn't want to do it, but I was so nervous to kind of put like a bad, um, like a bad taste into this whole thing. Cause I was like, they asked me to um, come to this conference with them. And if I don't do this, like, it's going to look so bad. So Mm -hmm. I kind of like sucked it up and I was like, okay, I'll do it. But even after saying yes, I was like, just every day, I'm like, FML, like, why, why, why? (laughs) (laughs) I I can't do this. And then I got to New York and it was cool to be a a piece, like a puzzle piece in the bigger picture Mm -hmm. of like, things that I really enjoy and that I'm really passionate about and to see other people doing similar things to see other women doing similar things yeah to see other people from all around the world doing similar things mm-hmm. and being so passionate about it it was cool to like see that um, being modeled for me because I don't I don't think I've really seen it that much growing up so then I was yeah, I was watching it and I was like super inspired. And then I think by day two, just watching these like young girls talk about their experiences with Girl Scouts, which is actually, you know, kind of similar to Big Mm -hmm. Sisters too, Mm -hmm. watching them talk about how much this journey has impacted them. And just like speaking with so much conviction, I was just in awe. I'm like, this is so cool. Like (laughs) these younger girls can talk about this in front of people from all over the world with so much pride. I'm like, I wish I could be like that, especially at their age. They were like 15 or 16 years oh, old. Wow, that's crazy. Exactly, right? Yeah. So the other piece to the um, what the organization asked us to do, they also asked if we wanted to write a blog piece. And I didn't say yes before. I was like, I don't, I don't want to do mm-hmm. that. But that one event was so inspiring. I like took out my notebook and like my hands were on fire. Just like, I like, honestly, I'm going to pull up that notebook later today. I want to look at it. Yeah, but there was, that's like, so cool. Yeah, I was just like, like a good chunk of pages just writing and writing and writing and writing. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote the, that blog piece. And like, I, like, and also before that, I didn't do like a lot of journaling too. But when I mm-hmm. wrote that, I like, I felt so proud of what was on that piece of like yeah. paper. And I was like, I even, I didn't have a laptop with me. Yeah. I just like, I was so proud of what I wrote. I was just like typing it on my phone to send oh, it to wow. the editor. Yeah, what was it? What was that piece about? It was about how the next generation will like be a positive change in the world and mm-hmm. how like I, we're so used to just like calling this generation like lazy and unmotivated and yeah and their priorities are in the wrong space but just this experience showed me that you know there's going to be positive change coming with this new generation 
So that happened. And then I got to do my presentation at the end of the week and it kind of like tied everything so nicely. And mm-hmm. I was like, it went really well and everyone was like super excited about listening to it. And I think what really drove it home for me was how receptive people were. People were asking questions, people were engaging in conversation, people were talking to me after. Mm-hmm. And I realized I'm like, wow, people really care. And I can talk about something that I care about and feel good about it too. Like it doesn't have to be a shaming experience. So after that, I kind of like did a lot of reflecting and I was like, I can't be the only one who has this problem. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to, I want to be on the solution side of it. I don't want to be in a world anymore where young people feel scared to talk about what they're passionate about and continue feeling silent. So I wanted to create a platform for people to kind of come on and talk about what they're passionate about. And I feel like creating this space has kind of been on the solution side of that issue. And Mm -hmm. yeah, just like a lot of good stuff. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of my journey. Yeah, that's so like really inspiring though, because you went (laughs) to this like huge conference and then you kind of were put like, you need to like speak to all these people about something that you were really passionate about. So you found your voice by that. But why do you think people or just women or anybody are like afraid to voice their opinions do you think yeah I think just even um reflecting back on my life Mm -hmm. and just kind of the uh, dialogue that I was given and just like the way it's conditioned it's just always like you're not good enough Mm -hmm. like there's always I don't know I don't know if this is like if a lot of people have this experience or if it was kind of just like based on just like the background that I was raised in but it's always that you're not good enough Mm -hmm. and always to like be fearful and to be like more on the scared side of things. Mm -hmm. So I think because I always had this idea that I wasn't good enough, that also meant that what I cared about wasn't good enough and it wasn't valuable either. Mm -hmm. So I, I really do think like in conversation with young people and just like, yeah, people of all different like demographics, like I you do hear people it's not that people don't have ideas like people have great ideas Mm -hmm. and they have big goals and big dreams but it's that like piece of wanting to actually execute it like I find that not everyone gets to that point and a lot of times they'll like talk themselves out of it because they feel like they might not measure up to it or they're not educated enough or Mm -hmm. not trained enough or they don't have the money and all that kind of stuff so yeah yeah. there's a yeah, the confidence, right? Like not feeling good enough. Yeah, because I even feel like before I even started a podcast, I was like, oh my God, like I don't want to like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be judged like by my own friends or like quotation friends and like mm-hmm. things like that. And it was really sad because now I feel like so empowered because of all the people that like reached out or even like commented and was like, oh my God, Arena, like that was so cool. And like, um, even like when we were doing our first like episode, I felt like, oh my God, this is so scary. I'm like talking about like, the journey that I went in and for you to do that, it's really powerful. Do you think that there was a point where you like, Oh my God, I don't know if I want to do this. Or did you have an experience where someone made you think that maybe this is not a good idea or did you have like an experience where you kind of hesitated and reflected back on your past experience? Um, yeah, honestly, even like with the podcast right now. Mm-hmm. So going into it, I like I felt really good. And I, I like wrote out a plan. I like and I made an Instagram page right away. And mm-hmm. I like just 
started like mucking around and recording. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, what happened was like, I didn't hesitate and I didn't second guess myself. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, because I felt so good and I didn't, I, I'm a self-sabotager. I will, I'll put that out there right now. <laughs> like, I, I left it like uh, sabotage. So I was like, oh, okay. Why have I not like second guess this? That's weird. Okay. I guess it's a good thing. Like, let's go ahead with it. So the interesting journey for me, I started this last year, March. So for March, even until now, mm-hmm. it's, I've never heard anything negative. Like no one's ever told me like something that was so shaming that I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I think this like voice within, like, mm-hmm. I think you probably heard that inner yeah. mean girl, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there will be times where I will kind of put myself down and kind of second guess myself and be like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe I like shouldn't be doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot like even something really recently that I've been kind of working through is like comparison. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think, like, yeah, like yeah. I think that's been a big one for me is, um, yeah, just uh, comparing myself to like other platforms mm-hmm. and like, you know, the, you know, yeah, the social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah. The, like the toxic little like bubble that we can get into really easily. Yeah. yeah and like, like I, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say like, sometimes we get like lost in that bubble and we're like, oh my God, like, you know, this podcast is doing this way and we both start at the same time. Like it's even like that with like in general, like women comparing other women and men comparing other men. Like it's like a part of like our society, which should be honestly like erased and just like thrown mm-hmm. in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. So I think um, even that is like a reflection to maybe a bigger piece in my life too, is just like that comparison thing mm-hmm. and that like, I find that nobody, nobody else can get in the way more than you can get in the way for yourself. Yeah. And so, yeah, like just like comparing myself to other people, for example, other podcasts, other Instagram pages. Mm -hmm. And I I totally agree with what you say when it's just like really problematic because I feel like sometimes even in my own head, it's either like one or the other only Mm -hmm. like one one person looks more successful than myself or like one person's Instagram page looks more um appealing than mine but why can't Mm -hmm. both of ours just be equally as exciting for other people to digest in my own head not that that's even a reality yeah yeah because I feel like we're our biggest like the biggest critic in our lives are ourselves. Like mm-hmm. I even feel like sometimes I'll listen to my own voice and I'll be like, oh my God, like, why do I sound like that? Like, is that me? And like, sometimes I'll wear something and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know if I want to wear this or I don't. But I think it's just like this narrative in our minds. And that was kind of created by society and what we consume every day and like mm-hmm. on, you know, TV and like, just like when we're kids, you know, like when we're kids, we're like obviously innocent, but then we grow up and we are like constantly reminded of what we need to look like and what's the best, what's not the best and how to be popular, how to not like, it's so toxic, but like, like this podcast and your podcast, like, I feel like we're kind of creating a space where all that narrative is like erased and you're creating your own narrative by, you know, sharing what you feel power, like empowered to whatever you feel empowered to share. Exactly. Like I, I feel like I struggle with that so much just feeling good about like what you're doing and I think this yeah like doing this platform really it's been a learning experience for me too like Mm -hmm. 
going through this whole podcasting thing has been equally therapeutic for me as it is for like the guests that come on it and like share what they're passionate about too because I see all of these people doing these really cool things and just like being super passionate and like just like living their hopes and dreams and it just yeah like taking that in is so great and I Mm -hmm. feel like having good examples in your life is so important and Mm -hmm. it's so important like I before this podcast I really didn't go on social media that much so I don't Mm -hmm. think it would really like bothered me but you know when you're doing a podcast and you're marketing on social media you do digest a lot of content and it wasn't until I started doing this when I started to be more selective of what I kind of take in Mm-hmm. And I really do believe even like going through this journey of podcasting, it's so important to be selective with kind of who you choose to have like relationships with the examples that you choose to have in your life, the mm-hmm. social media accounts that you follow, like you never know what you're unintentionally taking in that can kind of like harm you and your growth. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, I think it's really important to do that. And I like that everyone that's been on the podcast has had something positive to contribute and something inspiring to share and I yeah I want to keep continuing with that do you think like um when you were younger you ever thought that you would start like a a big platform like this where you were like interviewing people and you were putting yourself out there like what was growing up like for you in order for you to get into that place I yeah even (laughs) even like a month before doing it I like I would have been like what you mean (laughs) it was so it was so on the whim but yeah I growing up everything was always kind of just like playing it safe and being like secondary I guess Mm, Um, even like when I was in high school um, I did so I did my bachelor's in sociology Mm -hmm. I I truly believe that everything happens for a reason and everything falls in really nicely but at the time I picked that degree because there was no like grade requirements to declare that major so for example like that I really didn't think I was smart enough to get into a program where you needed to apply so I kind of did that like I always played it safe and always played it within like a comfortable area where I knew I couldn't fail like mm-hmm. it was always just like an easy way to go about it actually even applying for university when I was in high school I didn't want to mm-hmm. I was so convinced that I wasn't going to get in to like any um, bigger universities yeah. so I just like I just applied to one like college and that was it and then my mom was just like no I believe in you and I know you're gonna get in yeah. and literally me and her were arguing on like the cutoff date and she kind of like sat there with me and I wrote out my application just yeah no but I honestly like even in my head I'm like you know what I'll just do it so you stop bothering me and then Mm -hmm. you can leave me alone after Mm -hmm. so then yeah that was an example even after um finishing school I just again just wanted to do something really comfortable and really easy and um, I have a friend, she's a personal trainer, and me and her, I, I used to like work, train with her. And she asked me, she's like, what are your hopes and dreams for your future in terms of goals? Mm-hmm. And I've been nothing wrong with this. But at the time, I was like, oh, like, my goal is just to, you know, have a family in the future. Like, I'm happy where things are. But mm-hmm. was I really happy with what I was doing? No. Mm-hmm. But I just it was easy and it was safe. So that comfort gave me happiness at the time. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I laugh at that. Yeah. 
yeah. like how things are so different now. But yeah. no, definitely I was a lot different and I, I didn't like taking risks. Right. I didn't like putting myself in places where, you know, there's potential for someone to reject me. Right. Um, yeah, no. Fear very- of rejection for sure. That is like a really big thing that prevents you from like doing something so uncomfortable, but then it like will allow you to grow. And I almost feel like I always say this quote where it's be the star of your own movie. And I feel like a lot of people will be like, you know, the supporting role. And for the longest time, I was the supporting role where I didn't feel like I wanted to put myself out there because I was so scared of judgment and rejection and all of these things. But I feel like once you're like, that's the star of your own movie, whatever you feel like doing, you'll feel fulfilled. And I feel like if you're passionate about something, that's when you'll feel like the best and you'll feel more like yourself and you're getting to know yourself as well. So I think yeah. that was really interesting when you said that, actually. Yeah, I know. I, I know we like to throw the word like authenticity out there all the time and stuff. Yeah. But I think, yeah being fulfilled and doing like those things that make you really proud and really um, showing your passions that that's what causes authenticity in your life. Mm -hmm. So I think it is important. I don't think I was operating on an authentic wavelength when I was younger. Definitely not. Um, But yeah, even like doing this podcast, for example, just kind of putting myself out there, it caused a ripple effect. Like, for example, right now I'm doing my master's to become a counselor. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for this podcast and just being comfortable with uncomfortable spaces mm-hmm. and just like having all of these positive people in my life, mm-hmm. I don't think I would have taken that step. So right. yeah, it definitely like one thing I've learned is I, when I was younger, I had a hard time looking at the bigger picture and having bigger goals. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes I still do struggle with that. And I, I want people to know that there's nothing wrong with that. Like mm-hmm. it's okay to focus on micro level goals too. Mm-hmm. And so what I learned even with this podcast, because when I first started it, people were always asking me, what's your long-term intention with this podcast? And I actually had no idea at the time. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm just doing it now because it was something I was interested in. And I felt dumb saying it because I feel like people wanted me to say something like I'm creating a business out of it or I'm going to become like famous or viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I felt really dumb saying it. But then after some reflecting, I realized that each door that you choose to open will open even more doors for you. Mm -hmm. So then, yeah, because at the time I didn't know that I would even be doing some of the stuff that I'm doing right now. Yeah. yeah, taking that one step led me to even more things that I had no idea about at the time. So true. Yeah, yeah, it's okay to not think so far ahead. Yeah, because I almost feel like a lot of the things that you do, it's like a little breadcrumb. Like at first, Mm -hmm. I wanted to be like a lawyer. And I was like, so set on it. And then I realized like, okay, like I'm not I don't really believe in the justice system. I feel like there's a lot of flaws. So I want to like fix the legal system instead. And it was like law was like a little breadcrumb of what Mm -hmm. I wanted to do. And then it went to like, podcasts for empowered women and then that was like a little sprinkle so then if you like put all the crumbs together it makes like a huge cake you know so 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 I feel like that's like something that I think back especially when you say that but I want to also talk about like your recce experience like you did like a training I think like we talked about that or is that Mm -hmm. something you did yeah because I think that that's so cool can you like tell me a little bit about like what that experience was like for you yeah, so I have like such a 
a weird journey with spirituality. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was younger, I've always like, I've always been interested in spirituality. And when I was younger, I think it was more based out of fear. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know who I was as a person and I kind of needed someone else to tell me. So that's why I would just like be super interested in like spirituality. I would go for like spiritual guidance and like go mm-hmm. for readings all the time. Yeah. And it was yeah, it was purely because I was like so scared of trusting myself and like trusting my own guidance that I really needed someone to tell me all the time. Mm-hmm. And it almost kind of became yeah, it, it almost like it was like this distorted idea of what spirituality was supposed to be. So I feel like I kind of went to like one extreme mm-hmm. and then kind of had to like dial it back a bit mm-hmm. once I like started to grow up more and just learn more and have more life experiences. Right. And then where spirituality falls into my life right now is more just intuition and being intuitive and like trusting yourself and grounding yourself. Mm-hmm. So I've been following, um, I'm gonna give her a shout out right now <laughs> yeah. from crystal theory. I I like, yeah. I creep her Instagram all the time <laughs> and I always wanted to like meet her and stuff, but I just like, I had no idea for what, cause I didn't know necessarily wanted to go for like a reading or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then she was offering this Reiki class and I was like, oh, I would love to learn because I'm doing my um, master's in counseling right now. Mm-hmm. And I, because spirituality has been such an interesting journey for me and it's helped mold me in so many ways. Mm-hmm. I want to incorporate that into my practice and into my life. So yeah. yeah, I decided to do the Reiki course and I did it with my best friend. And it was, it was really cool to learn how kind of like the mental stuff kind of can manifest physically as well which is something that I I never really knew about before and kind of like understanding where like the different parts of your body how um, it can act or react a certain way based on if you might be lacking in a certain kind of energy or in um, if you're like too much in excess Mm -hmm. and also it was also another empowering piece for me too because when I was going, we were going through the theoretical part, again, that like, that voice in my head, I was like, okay, I'm learning all this stuff, but how am I actually going to like practice this on someone? Like, why would I have any kind of effect on another human being? Mm -hmm. But then when we got to the practicing part, like the energy that you feel, the connection that you make, and just like the power that you have in it is so empowering. I think Mm -hmm. at the end, I was like, I have the ability to heal someone. And that to me that's so, so cool. <laughs> yeah, that to me was so empowering. So it was a really great learning experience. Yeah, because I, I feel like obviously spirituality is like this. It's so huge, and people can take it with a grain of salt, obviously. But I feel like energy, it's like all around us, and even Reiki to be able to like use crystals to like heal you, and like like if you're feeling like sad or restricted, like your whole entire body is like you're like kind of guarded in a way and it affects your entire body and how you function but also like spirituality is so interesting to me like I just feel like it's like there's so much we don't know obviously and like you know society kind of masked it and there's also a lot of dark shit in society but everybody major in sociology you'll learn more about it but (laughs) I feel like spirituality it's like more like uplifting and 
and it's kind of like trusting yourself. It's like, I like that you say that you can obviously get readings and that's kind of nice because it's a nice guide because I've been, I've been to psychic readings and they're actually very cool, (laughs) but I feel like spirituality, it's more about like trusting yourself and trusting that you are meant to be here and everybody has a life purpose and you know like everybody has a different life purpose obviously but I think like spirituality is very powerful but what would you what would be your definition of spirituality in your own words do you think yeah I think you said it really well and I I totally agree spirituality is having faith in yourself and you being good enough for yourself to guide you where you need to be like Mm -hmm. I had to sum it up in a sentence and the other things that like readings and like card readings and oracle decks and like psychic readings are all really cool and they're meant to be a supplement what's the word supplementary tool Mm -hmm. to your own guidance yeah like you need help understanding your own feelings but essentially you are the one that guides you and for me I really believe that one thing that I've had to learn in my life and it took a really long time because once again, it was a lot of unlearning and a lot of like hard wiring, but I don't think there's such a thing as a wrong choice in life or Mm -hmm. a bad choice because, and if you are looking at it through a spirituality lens, everything that you do adds to your life and leads you to a different direction. Like, Mm -hmm. Like if you don't think about relationships, right? Even every like crappy relationship that you've been in, there was something that helped you learn and evolve and become a better person. Every work experience that you've had, even you didn't stay from the in the job, there was something about that job or something that you learned. Whether it was Mm -hmm. a negative experience, like when I was younger, uh, a job that I had, I had no boundaries and I was so worn out. But because of that job, I learned how to stick up for myself at work and to put boundaries. And like even school, I think a lot of times um, young people, if they like do a a degree and they didn't, um, they didn't actually use it for that career stream or they went somewhere else, like it it ends up being like, oh, it was a waste of time or a waste of money or someone might tell them that. But I would challenge that thought. There's so many things that you must have learned in that degree, maybe didn't have to do with like your job directly, but Mm -hmm. there was, there were things that you learned that you can still apply to your life. Yeah, very true. I I love that you say like friendships and relationships, but even strangers that like open the door to you on a shitty day where it's like raining or something. And that person was literally meant to like make you feel better and for you to wake up and be like, oh my God, I'm really grateful for that person. Because I remember I was walking to class and this like guy who was like random, he like opened the door for me and waited And then there was another door and he opened that door again and he's like, after you. Um, And I thought that was like so strange because like the way that he did it and the way that situation where it was like raining, I was like feeling so sad. I was going to class, but that little gesture made me feel so much happier and more like, wow, like there are like nice people in the world, you know? And I almost feel like that person was meant, was sent by I don't know who, but like energy, but he was meant to be there so that I could feel better and feel more like grateful for that experience, even though it was a small one. I really believe that as human beings in this world, like we're all very interrelated. Mm -hmm. Like we don't, we might not understand how and why and when and where, but we all kind of, I don't know, I'm a very like (laughs) visual thinker in my head. So Mm -hmm. I, I, 
like I'm picturing in my head, just like, you know, just so many people just crossing paths with each other yeah. because that we do need each other. It's mm-hmm. like to think that we kind of can go through this life alone it, mm-hmm. in any form. It, it just, I don't think it works like that. Yeah. Like we need each other. Yeah. I always say like, we're always connected, but I never know what that actually means. Like I just know in my head, like, yes, we're all connected. I don't know how, I don't know why, but we are all connected. So like, I always feel like that's something that's very interesting to me and I'm still figuring out what that even means. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, I think it'll always be, especially like spirituality and like understanding how it works for you and just understanding the bigger picture. I think it's like an ongoing ever evolving Mm -hmm. learning piece for everyone Mm -hmm. yeah um so if you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice what would that be yeah um I would even even to my current self um, (laughs) I would say don't be scared to take up space and don't shrink yourself to accommodate other people and other things for sure. Mm, That's really good. Yeah. Cause I, I feel like a lot of the time, especially younger people Mm -hmm. that are more introvert or extrovert depends. um, They feel like very scared and they want to keep to themselves and like kind of put a blanket over them be like, don't look at me. But Mm -hmm. that's a very good advice to give for sure. Um, Well, thank you so much for coming on Self Love Lounge. Um, For any listeners tuning in right now, where can listeners find you, your podcast and your um, Instagram? Yeah, so um, my podcast is on all major platforms. Um, So Spotify, Apple, Anchor, there's many more. If you go on Anchor, you can find it. And then my Instagram is at Young Culture Podcast. Thank you. And do you have any current project that you're working on or new episodes that are airing? this week yeah so actually this week i have um an episode which i thought was really cool um he's talking about religion Mm. so i feel like religion is such a like taboo topic and people get Mm. uncomfortable talking about it so i really love that he came on and kind of had a very like normal and loving um, approach to religion which i thought was really cool uh what's what else is coming up um i am gonna be closing up my second season in August and I'm gonna take it as some time to like reflect and recharge I wanted to actually kind of do more in-person things unfortunately Mm. COVID kind of threw that off a little bit (laughs) I kind of want to take that time to see what that could look like in Mm -hmm. this new climate so yeah definitely a lot of like planning well thank you so much for coming on and sharing your stories and now to all the listeners i'm just curious what's your story 